Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Good Friday. I'm not going to be before you long. I know we're in a high holy week and we're really leading up to Resurrection Sunday. So we're really in a time of just consecration, seeking the Lord, stillness, quietness, celebration. The heavens are just testifying to just the... The, the season we're in, so I don't want to keep you guys long um, because I am once I am observing um, just the presence of God and just um, this time of just being in awe of God of what He has done and what this season represents, the season of Passover. And so um, I'm so excited though to be here with you guys. And in the background, you may hear this song. Hopefully, it's not too loud and you guys can continue to hear my voice. Um, but this is one of my songs that I used to listen to, actually, in the past more. I don't really listen to it much, but it came into my spirit. And I think it's so befitting for, this, for the time we're in, but it's also befitting for today's episode. So this song is by Donald Lawrence. Um, it's called Deliver Me. Um, and it's also... Uh, called this is my exodus or they say that in the chorus so um if you know anything about passover or if you do not go to exodus get your bible go into the old testament and go to the book of exodus and go to chapter 12 okay and when you begin to read from chapter 12 to about chapter 14 you will get a ask God to give you revelation, especially if you're new, a new babe in Christ, or maybe, you know, you're just trying to really start reading your Bible and, you know, you're, you're really needing God to speak to you and, and open the word up for you and give you understanding. Ask him to do that. The Bible says any man likes wisdom, let him ask and he, the Lord will give liberally and not grudgingly. Amen. That's in James, the book of James in the New Testament. So, um, because I'm not going to go into a lot of depth, I am going to mention some things. So I think it's important that you always go back, A, to God. Go back to God. The Bible tells us to test the spirit of every man to see whether it's of God. Don't take for granted who a person is, even me. Test my spirit. Go back to Holy Spirit. Because if you don't get in the habit, if you just, like myself, and I'm speaking to myself, this must be for somebody or just me. Just because a person seem anointed, sound anointed, just because you may even sense the presence of God on them, you still want to have a habit of testing the spirit of every man because that's what the Bible says. Because you'll be surprised. Some of these spirits are cunning. And some people can be even, they can be anointed, but they can still be in error. So you want to make sure that you go back for yourself, um, study out the word if they're, if they're using scripture. Um, you know, test the spirit. That's one way you test the spirit. If they're giving a message or if they're giving a word and, um, go and look the scriptures up. Look at, look up the chat, the story they're talking about. See, is it, is that, is that what the story says? Don't take for granted what a person says because we're all human and sometimes we don't know we're in error. And sometimes, you know, it could just be a spirit that's not of God. And so I just want to make sure that I let you guys know that, especially because of the season that we're in. Um, so yeah, I know we kind of started, we went in, um, but I just want you guys to listen to this song a little bit, and then I'm going to go ahead and get started with today's episode. Thank you. 
So yes, I don't owe the rights to this this song. It is by Donald Lawrence and Leandria. Um, it's called Deliver Me. Um, please go listen to it for yourself. It's a very powerful song. And it's really based on Exodus 12 and about um, how the Lord brought the um, children of Israel out of Egypt. And so before we get into it, Hey, 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 it's your girl, Janae Renee. Um, thank you so much for joining me here on the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. Thank you to all my lawyer fo- loyal followers. Hey, girl, hey. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for every stream, every download, every like, everything that you do. I thank you guys so much. It is such a blessing to me because when I started this journey, your girl was scared. She ain't know what she was doing. She ain't know how this thing was going to go. But God, amen. So it just means so much to me just to have people who just rock with me and just who support the podcast. And I thank you guys so much. And if it's your first time rocking with us, hey, we appreciate you so much. Um, we just love every new person that come and join our community because we're just a community of women who are redefining our work in the Lord, in Christ, right? Walking out our identity, walking in our identity unapologetically, walking in our purpose and our destiny. Amen. And as, and just being just ambassadors for the kingdom of God, but also going out and, and just spreading the love of Jesus Christ as women, right? And so, um, we know that the Bible says specific characteristics and virtues when it comes to a woman of God. And we are learning how to uh, uproot some of these things that we may have learned along life's journey, our BC days, our before Christ days, you know, some of these habits and hangups that we pick up, you know, or maybe we just don't know. Everybody don't know what um what what the bible says about certain things or what it looks like to be a woman of god and so um god has just graced me to um in my own process um just a little bit about me i had to redefine my work i have been saved and been a um, believer and a christian for a some time however um i was still um broken and i was still unhealed and i was still wounded and i still had some um demonic activity in my life and what do I mean by that demonic activity and since I was still being oppressed in areas of my life okay and so with that the Lord really had to um, begin to take me on my journey um and it started really in 2020 uh where he really began to take me on a journey of redefining my worth and and it's and it's been taken this all this time so it's so many levels to it healing is a it's, it's a marathon it's a journey it's not a one and done you don't just get healed and then you're, you're never in need of healing like because life happens you're always going to encounter something somebody still may hurt you somebody you still might go through a difficult time trauma may something traumatic still may happen so we're constantly going to be healing right and so it's a journey and so over these what three years i have been on my journey and god has been definitely doing a great and amazing things and as i progress through each level you know then he take me um to that other level and it's like oh wow lord i didn't even know i needed that but because I am walking this thing out, you know, personally, I have a lot of experience, you know, and so I can talk from a place of, you know, understanding and compassion and empathy to a lot of y'all who are my sisters who may be just embarking on that journey or who may desire to go on that journey and may not know what it looked like. And it's not always easy and it's not always pretty. Healing can be ugly, but it's worth it. And so I just want to thank you for joining our community. If that's you, if you feel like you um, a woman and you want to begin to walk in, in your identity in Christ, you want to walk in your purpose, 
you want to discover your destiny you know you want to be healed you want to be whole you want to redefine your worth this is the community for you so stick with us we hope that you're blessed and so we just ask you to just go ahead and kick back and relax Today's episode is a little bit unconventional. I don't normally do episodes like this, but um, because, um, again, God has all authority, reign and rule over my life and, and this podcast. And so because we're in a time where we're in a feast or a Moab, you know, and again, if you don't know these terms, um, Google is your can be a very good tool, right? Google the Bible, you know, go to the Bible. The, again, the Bible talks in um, Exodus 12. It talks in Deuteronomy, it talks, um, in Leviticus. Um, it talks um, over and over about the feast of the Lord. And to, to get a little more understanding, because again, this is not a teaching to go into that because I didn't prepare for that. Um, but this is where we are. And so what is the feast? So feast is the appointed time of God in his calendar. God is still uh, observing his the Hebrew calendar the Jewish calendar um and so we are in the the head of we are in the Jewish new year they have two new years they have the ecclesiastical new year which we are in right now they have another new year in September in the month of Tishri and that will be their second new year that's their civil new year and so um because God is never changing right the Bible tells us he's the same yesterday today and forevermore it doesn't matter what evolution of culture happens or whatever happens over time or whatever dispensation of time we're in he's not changing so he's not changing his clock he's not changing his calendar he's not changing his appointed timings and those of us who are sensitive to uh, to understand and get in alignment with his timings we'll be able to reap the benefit and the fruit of that amen and so again Leading up, some of you guys may know of this coming Sunday called Easter. Um, again, um, I just call it Resurrection Sunday, um, but we're not here to debate over semantics. Um, however, we know that that is all about the day Jesus was, um, you know, he was crucified today, but then he rose on the third day, which would, which would be Sunday. And, um, and, and Sunday is actually the first day of the week um, in the Hebrew calendar. So, um this is really a high holy time. This is high holy week because this week represents all of the events that took place um, up until his crucifixion, right? And so the heavens, if you're sensitive, if you're discerning, right? If you're a believer already, if you're saved, if you're filled with Holy Spirit, um, and you're you're sensitive to the um to to the activity that's taking place in the heavens, you may sense things intensifying maybe your your sleep schedule at night is being disrupted you're having to, you're, you can't sleep maybe you just sense something you know just like in the atmosphere but you can't really put your hand on it maybe you're having like a little intensified warfare right um maybe you know you just um see things are literally just starting to like just just work out or take place you know there's all different kind of signs you know even um, when we see a lot of these storms that here in the region where I live, this last week, week and a half, two weeks, we experienced some extreme storms, which took the power out. Two weekends in a row, my power was out. And um, it was just high, high, high winds. It really wasn't a whole lot of storming, per se. It was just high, high, high winds. Again, the heavens is testifying because we know 
um, if you know anything about um, what the Bible says when God created the worlds. And so that's the worlds with an S that. So that means it's more than one. So what is the worlds? There is the visible and invisible. It also tells us that in the Bible. So, again, there's an invisible realm that we don't see necessarily with the eye, with the naked eye. But that realm is very real because God created the worlds, the invisible and the visible. And so everything that takes place in the invisible it always happens there first. That's the genesis. That's the origin. That's like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So he created the invisible realm first and then the earth. And so it always happens there first. And then we see the fruit of that here in the natural. So we'll see things like just strange uh, weather. And yes, it can be uh, from global warming. Yes, it can be from, you know, all of the pollution and the things that we're doing as consumers in this earth, in this world. We're not really ruling and subduing and having dominion in the way that God intended. We're a little, we're abusing creation. We are over consuming, right? And so, yes, you can attribute that scientifically to some of those things. But if you are spiritual, and again, if you're sensitive and you have a spiritual ear, Oh, let your let your spirit under um, testify that those high winds and those storms, right, was also a, a testament to what's happening in the spirit realm, right? There's a lot of movement right now in the spirit realm. There's a lot of activity right now in the spirit realm. And um, if you um, have any understanding, or maybe you don't know the term or the language for it. It's actually um, an open heaven because that's what God brings when he brings his appointed time. Because normally us as the as believers, as Christ followers, we are looking to go and have a time with God. We are praying, we're interceding, we're fasting, you know, we're seeking him, we're worshiping, we're praising because we are wanting to incite him to come and we want to have a meeting with him, right? We want to go unto him. We want to enter into his presence. Well, when he has his appointed times, his feast, because it's a, it says, keep my feast, right? Um, his appointed times is him now saying, I'm coming to have an appointment with you. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I want God to come and tell me that he didn't put me on his calendar and he is coming to have an appointment with me. So that is what this time is all about. So as we are in observance and preparing for Resurrection Sunday to rejoice and just, um, you know, just just really um, give thanks and, and to really um, praise um, the Lord for uh, what he did for us through his son. Right. Jesus, he was obedient unto death. He laid down his life. Right. Jesus, he took on all of our sin. He nailed it to the cross. Right. He 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 uh, went down to the, and he took the keys of death, hell in the grave and he rose up again. You know, he went and he ministered to those who were down in um in hell before he came up on that third day. So he did so many things that just we're living the benefit of it even now, even if you don't know it. If it wasn't for that moment, if it wasn't for this timing that we are in right now for him to go and. And to allow himself to be crucified because he told um he he told um Pilate, you know, I lay down my life, nobody take it from me, and I have the authority, I have, meaning I have the power, I have the uh the exousia to pick it back up again, right? So he's like, Listen, I you know, he's he told him I could call legions of angels. He chose not to because he submitted, he surrendered, right? He drunk the cup that was given him. That's why he asked the disciples, he asked Peter, Can you drink of my cup? Right. And he asked God, can this cup 
passed from me when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. See, all that took place in this timing, right? So you want to be very sensitive because you want to know how to posture yourself. This is a time of consecration. This is a time of repentance. This is a time that you really want to humble yourself before God, right? The Bible tells us to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. You want to be humble because God is coming and God is coming to deal out judgment, right? And he's also coming to deal out blessings when you even search and go really into the Hebrew gematria and the year 5783, which we're in, and the Gamel, and, and you begin to look at the, the Gamel and the, the Dalet, you know, and you know that that is the righteous one coming after the impoverished one or the humble one, right? And so again, if God comes to visit you and he finds you in a, in a repentant state, right? He finds you, you know, humbled before him. He'll deal out blessings. But on the flip side, as what we see in Exodus, um, when we, even before Exodus 12, where we, um, you know, see just really from Exodus 2 on when God had his encounter with Moses at the burning bush and then he gave Moses his, his assignment, his purpose, which was to go back to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. And, and during that time, that was all about God's judgment. God had released judgment on Egypt, not just because he favored the children of Israel. That was a part of it. But because God is so just, he repaid, he poured out his judgment on Egypt for Egypt's evil, for the wickedness, because they have been enslaving and they have been oppressing and they have been mistreating and they have, you know, been imprisoning the, the people of God, the children of Israel for 430 years. And so they were not treated. They were, they were being evil and wicked and they were, and their hearts were hardened and they didn't want to repent. They refused to repent and God gave them Plenty of times, I don't know about you, but I think 430 years is a long amount of time. And so they have plenty of time where they could have chosen to repent and they did not. So again, you want to be careful to understand the timing and what is this timing testifying to? What is God coming to do? Another time God came down where he sent the angels, you know, first and he sent the angels into Sodom and Gomorrah because Abraham interceded on behalf of his nephew Lot and the, and the angels brought out Lot and his family. Why? Because the, the pending judgment against Sodom and Gomorrah, because the Bible says that he told uh, God when it came to um, Sodom and Gomorrah, as well as when it came to Egypt, like when it came to Sodom and Gomorrah, um, God speaking to Abraham and giving Abraham foresight into what he was about to do. He said, you know, he wanted to see if what he if, if what he had heard or what had come up before him, you know, the sin, you know, that had come up before him. He wanted to come down and see if it was true. So he wanted to come. He so he sent the angels to come to 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 verify the sin that had come up before him because sin, just like the offering, and and the offering can be a sweet smelling aroma. Aroma is a scent, and it can be in 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 a scent is is gravity is gonna take it up. So everything has a scent. And so we can offer up a good offering and it's a scent, but we can offer up a strange offering, you know, which will be an ascent that God will reject. And so the wickedness of Sodom had the cries had come up before him and the wickedness of Sodom had come up before him. And he just wanted to come down and see what was really going on. And then when you and that's um in Genesis. Oh, gosh, let's see. Let me go to it real quick. I got my Bible right in front of me. 
Uh, it is Genesis, because I want you guys to go study these things out in your own time. So let's see. I want to say it's Genesis 19. No. Oh. Let's see real quick, real quick. Okay. So. So I would say Genesis 14. Um, between Genesis 14 and 15. You can read about um, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and um, when it talks about the Lord telling Abraham that, you know, the cry that had come up in the same way he was talking to Moses because see, when you are anointed of God, he will come and have a visitation with you. See, he had a visitation with Abraham and Abraham was able to intercede on behalf of his um, loved one, on behalf of Lot. And they, even though Lot's wife turned back and she, after she was told the instructions to not look back, she looked back anyway. And we're going to get to that in a minute, but she looked back anyway and she turned to a pillar of salt. But, it, but initially it was the Lord's desire for her to be brought out too. Um, and then when it comes to, um, the children of Israel, when they're in Egypt, a cry came. See, because the more Egypt began to oppress them, the more those taskmasters put the foot on their neck, the more that they were being, you know, it's just being mistreated. They, they, they began to cry out and the cry came out. And so God then came down and he looked, he wanted to see if what he had heard was true. And that's when he decided to have an, a meeting with Moses, an appointment with Moses to send Moses to go get his people to um to free his people because what we got to know is everything god does he does through a person everything god does he does through a person every solution in the earth every answer to every problem when god looks down in the earth and he sees a problem he sends a person right and so we we god again he delegated authority and rule and dominion to mankind he when he created Adam, he gave, he blew his spirit in him and he became a living being. And he said to have dominion, to subdue the earth, right? To have authority, dominion, um, rule and subdue it, right? So that authority and demand that God had in, in the, in the, be, in the beginning, he delegated that to mankind, to, to mankind now being the V, the vessel, the vehicle of authority here in the earth. Come on, somebody. And so God now is working through man. Now, does God have to do it that way? Absolutely not. He is God and he is God all by himself. However, he chose to do it that way. But then of course, the enemy, Satan, right? The serpent, the slick one, he comes and he see, he peep game. He see what happened. He see how God, see, because he, Satan wanted authority. He really wanted to usurp God and be God. And so when he got cast out and he seen that didn't work, he now was looking at this other creation that God created and he peeped game and he saw how that authority and that power that he was lusting after that he wanted that God freely and willingly gave it to mankind. Come on, this is good because I this Holy Spirit all day because I didn't know I this this ain't me, y'all. I'm telling you this Holy Spirit, but 
He's seen that. So what did he do? He concocted a plan to steal that power and authority because that's what he wanted from the beginning. He wanted the power of God, the authority of God. He wanted to be exalted like God. He wanted to be God. So he, when he saw how God made man in his image and his likeness and then gave him rule and then gave him authority and power, he, he devised a plan to steal that power. And what did he do? He used the door of the woman because he looked at her as the weaker vessel, but he couldn't go straight to the man and so he devised a plan to to now he subsequently stole that authority that domain that rule that was given to mankind by god and through the sin by tempting eve we know she took the bait she ate the fruit didn't turn and gave some to her husband we can just that's very controversial right there in and of itself. We can have a whole conversation about the fact that, bro, you you watched her eat the fruit and then you turn around and you eat it too. But nevertheless, he did. And then boom, in the moment they disobeyed God, immediately that gift of rule and authority and dominion was then transferred to Satan, which is what he wants. So now that's why Satan is the lower G God of this world. You have to understand the beginning. You have to know um the, the origin of a thing, right? And so again, here we are, but what did God do? God then he comes with another play. Come on now. God come with another play. I see, you know, and then he sent his son, Jesus, and he plant his other seed. Come on, because Adam was a seed. Jesus come and plants this. I mean, the Lord comes to plants the second Adam in the form of Jesus. And what does he do now? What does Jesus do? He goes with on this day, Good Friday, when he's crucified and he breathes his last breath on the uh, on the cross and he say it is finished. He goes down into Hades. He's preaching to those that are down there. And then he takes the keys of life and death. He takes back the keys of life and death and the authority and power. And then he comes and he is resurrected. Amen. And so that's where we are. Right. So the transfer of power, rule and authority went back to mankind now because the blood of Jesus. He atoned for us. You know, he he cleared, he he paid our debt certificate and he took on all our sin, all the punishment we deserve because he was the lamb. He was without spot or blemish. The one who was without sin became sin, right? And so this is the time we're in. And so this is a time where God is still doing deliverance, where he is still bringing people out. He's still setting people free. He's still balancing accounts. He's still, you know, pouring out judgment on those the, the evil and the wicked influences that have been tormented and torturing his people, right? And because what the enemy does is like he did in the Garden of Eden. He finds ways in the in man life. And when I say man, I'm talking about man and woman, mankind. He finds ways to come into our life through open doors, whether it's unconfessed sin, whether it's a generational curse, whether it's some kind of a covenant or agreement that was made, in our bloodline and he finds a way to come in to steal our power to steal our authority the bible says the thief coming to steal kill and destroy well what is he stealing it ain't like he coming in your house physically like maybe he will influence you know someone to you know come and rob you but when when the bible is talking about the thief that coming to steal kill and destroy he's not talking about it's not talking about him coming to steal your physical things because the devil ain't interested in our physical things what he needed for he don't need a car he don't need a TV. He don't need no Gucci bag. He don't need no money. 
He don't need none of that. So he's not coming to steal your stuff. What is, what is he coming to steal though? He's coming to steal your authority. He's coming to steal your power. He's coming to steal your blessings. He's coming to steal your intimacy with God. He's coming to steal your destiny. See, this, the very things he was, he stole from Adam and Eve in the garden is the things he's still stealing from us today. And the reason why, um, this is so important because a lot of us, I know at least me, I can speak for myself. I have really been grappling with understanding why my life is the way it is. Like if I could just be frank, um, because, you know, here on the podcast, we keep it honest, open and transparent. And because we're talking about identity, I think it's really important for us to really get a good understanding of what it really means to be free and to be healed. Because they're not the same thing because you can be healed, but not free. Come on, somebody. So being healed is is just one level. But being free is the ultimate. Right. Because when you're free, that means the enemy don't have no place. Like when he came to Jesus again, he. Jesus said that he Satan has come, but he's found no place. See, the moment Satan has a place, then he's coming and he's going to still kill and destroy. And so the children of Israel have been under this bondage and the enemy forces, the principalities, the princes of wickedness, the darkness, the rulers of this, um, the darkness of this age, the because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. But because God uses, come on, because God uses and does everything through humans mankind the enemy tries to mimic god because he wants to be like god and so then he uses and he does things through people and so you have an entire empire of people oppressing and suppressing another group of people and so and and you know we can look in history and see how that has played out literally over and over again because the bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun but we are in them today my sisters i'm telling you is because we are in our identity series and one thing the lord has been speaking to me and he wants me to tell you guys today that god is not interested in just you just being healed girl he's not just interested with you just being um whole he wants you to be free because see you can get all the healing you want you can get all that you wholeness you want but if the devil still has a legal right in your life to come and steal your prosperity to steal your identity to steal your purpose to steal your virtue to steal your marriage to steal you know uh whatever it is that god has has ordained for you to legally have he has these things for you a lot of times we think god is withholding because we know god gave us a vision we know god gave us you know he gave us a word we know he gave us a dream right and then it's been years after years after years and and sometimes things is a matter of God's timing but God understands that we are working in the lifespan of mankind right which is technically 120 years so they're not living to a thousand years like they did back in the day you know so it's not always a matter of God wanting to take 20 and 30 40 years why would he want to do that and then by the time you get it you can't enjoy it because you you know you see you older you're seasoned you know you ain't got the same energy you, you can't do what you used to do no God desires for you to desire to to have life and to have it more abundantly so it's not always that you're doing something wrong it's not always that god is withholding or delaying something sometimes it's the enemy in the spirit has a legal right and he's coming and he's killing he's stealing he's destroying your life from the spirit realm and so you because you don't see it because he's not physically coming in your house your physical house 
stealing, but what he's doing, he's coming into your soul. What, what does our soul represent? It, 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 our soul represents our house or, or even our body. You know, our body is our shell, our house that we live in, right? What's living in it? Cause we are tri, we are tri part being, right? We are a spirit. We have a soul, mind, will, emotions, and we live in a body. So the enemy comes in your house. That's why the, the spirit, the evil spirit was cast out of the house. What did that represent? That represents the person, the body of the person, because your spirit cannot be demonized. Like a demon can't enter in your spirit. Your spirit, once you are a born again believer, you are saved. Your spirit is saved. Your soul is never saved, though. Well, that that takes it's a process of sanctification, but your soul isn't necessarily saved and your body. Certainly your flesh ain't saved. That's why your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. It's your spirit, man. Right. So the enemy can't get to your spirit, man. However, what he can get to is your soul. So what he likes to do is that's why he comes to attack our minds and torment our minds. That's why he comes in our dreams and our why we're sleeping in our subconscious, because that's really a mirror or, you know, that's really a we are it. That that's a, that's um, insight into the spirit realm, right? He he does things in the spirit, and he's coming into your house in the spirit, and your house being your your soul. He's coming and he's stealing, you know, the, your prayer, the answers to your prayers, your breakthrough, the destiny partners God has was was, a, was sending to come to be your help, your counterpart, your spouse, your friend, you know, whatever it is that you need, your healing, your breakthrough, your miracle, whatever it is, the house you've been waiting for, the marriage you've been believing for, you know. Know, the job you've been praying for whatever it is that God has for you the ministry that the Lord told you that you he was going to use you to you know to birth whatever it is that baby that you know that the Lord told you will have whatever it is and if you've been toiling if you've been doing and it's been year after year and you and you just seem barren you feel barren you feel like certain areas of your life is dead but you know you're a believer you know you saved you know you living righteously you know you ain't um operating in no willful willful sinning you know you're you know doing your best to live according to the word of God you're faithful you seem to be doing everything right and you're still like but why is it this area of my life I just can't seem to get a breakthrough sis it's not because God is is not a man of, that he showed lot right that God is you know not keeping his word or God is just delaying or God just don't want to do it or God forgot it ain't none of that it's the fact that the enemy may have a legal right through something and it may not be something you did in and of yourself like there are things as such as generational curses and covenants and um you know different agreements that were made by our by our forefathers those family members that came before us somewhere down along the bloodline or our ancestors and so again that's why you really need to know you know um you really need to understand spiritual things so you can go to God and seek answers and seek wisdom and insight. And that's why you can't be afraid to ask. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. Ask God, why do I feel like I just can't break through in this area? Why does it seem like it's just taking so long? Why do I keep going through this same cycle? Why is every time I turn around, something negative is happening? Why, you know, everybody around me, you know, getting a breakthrough with me? You know, whatever it is, go to him and ask him and be open for him to reveal it to you. Um, cause like me, when I begin to seek him and, and I'm telling y'all this because I've, I've done it and I'm doing it. Um, and in this particular time we in, this is a, a very, um, this is a very heightened moment and God really deliverance is really, really, really the heart on the heart of God in this, in this particular timing. 
right, deliverance. And that's why he came at this time to deliver the children of Israel, right? And that's where we get the word Passover. You know, this is the feast of Passover. Because why? Because we know that the death angel was sent as the last plague to Egypt because Pharaoh's heart continued to be hardened. And God um, told, he gave some specific instructions to the children of Israel to follow. And because he was releasing the death angel and the death angel was to visit every Every um, house in Egypt, even the cattle and all the firstborns were to die. Um, and, 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 and it is just so much um, to unpack in that. But um, so in order for God to bring them out, he had to truly come against Egypt in a way that they were going to be so impacted that they were going to not just release Israel. They was going to almost push. They literally was pushing Israel out. They was telling them, go, leave, leave us right now or we're all going to die. Get out, get out, get out. See, God is coming to deal with our enemies. Come on now and don't get it twisted. Your enemies is not that physical person the enemy is using. He wants to get you distracted with looking at a person. He wants you to think it's this individual. Sis, get your eyes off of that person and begin to allow God to put your eyes on the influence behind that person. Get your eyes off your family member. It's the, it's the influence. It's the demon. It's the evil powers that is behind them. But God, just like he dealt with Egypt, because see, Egypt, they, um, was a polytheistic, um, uh, 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 culture of people where they worship many gods and every plague that God um had um had brought on Egypt actually was a challenge to one of the gods that they worship and so he was challenging their gods and their belief system he was showing them that your gods are your lord g gods your idols are worthless and that I'm God right and so that's what that was all about but God was coming to deal with the uh, with with the influence with 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 the enemies of his people because the, what did God say he was like I'll be a friend to your friends but I'll be a foe to your foes so again when people when the enemy are coming against you they're coming against him and but it's not about physical people and this is the season where God wants you to be set free he wants his daughters to be free he don't want you to be oppressed he don't want you to continue to be in these demonic cycles and patterns he don't want you to have to be continually uh have to have these legal rights in place for these demonic covenants and pacts because we just got to be honest some of our family did some things right some of us did it it could be us you could be the one it could be you let's be uh, because the moment we honest with ourselves and we're honest with God and we truly confess and repent and we begin to renounce and denounce and stuff that in that breaks that that breaks that hold that breaks that power so if it's you sis if it was you that operated on witchcraft if it was you that still shed innocent blood if it was you that was fornicating if it was you that you know was you know making a pact with the devil and worshiping satan if it was you you know that was you know putting curses on people and spells and casting spells and love spells to make a man want you if it was you you know if you the one who you know was the, the liar or the one who was rebellious or lawless or whatever the case may be right if it was you if it was you being an idol worship maybe you had some kind of idol some statue some some kind of object that you worship you pray to maybe you was in a, a different a false religion that really is rooted in the demonic whatever it is don't be ashamed don't be embarrassed because it's not about nobody else because we all need deliverance because the bible says we all have born are born in sin and so the moment sin enter in that that meant the enemy had a legal right and so we all need deliverance it's nothing to be embarrassed of but i do not want to see 
see my sisters continue to be struggling when you don't have to. You can go and get yourself some deliverance. Sis, go get deliverance in the same way that you gonna go to the doctor when something wrong in your body, when you got some kind of ailment, some sickness. When you need deliverance, there's a sickness. The enemy has come in like a cancer and he's be trying to, you know, kill off and contaminate just he wants to take you out, period, you know, but if he can just continue to, you know, um, just continue to steal areas of your life, steal your finances, steal your health, steal your, your, your peace, steal your joy, steal, you know, uh, your, 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 um, mind, you know, if he can steal, you know, whatever he can, then he will, and he'll keep you in that cycle, and you don't have to stay like that, God wants to set you free, in the same way he set the children of Israel free, he wants you to be free, but you gotta go to him, you gotta seek him, ask him, and you also got to follow the instructions. The last point I really, really want to drive home today is even though we're in an appointed time, that means God has made an appointment with us. He has put us in his schedule on his calendar. I don't know about you, but if you know anybody who's super, 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 super busy and you need, you want to get in on a calendar, you want to get in a meeting or appointment and you like, oh my gosh, I don't know how, when they'll ever have time for me because they're so busy. But then you find out they put you on a schedule and they come in to a meeting with you and you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got this many. Listen, sis, God is busy. He got many, many, many things to do. Okay. He the king of kings, the Lord of lords, right? He's, he's reigning and ruling in heaven. He's doing many things. But when he decided to put you on his calendar and he's saying he's coming to meet with you today, you got to know you want to be in position. So don't let whatever warfare or whatever distractions that may be before you right now, don't let it take your eyes off God. Don't let it keep you from your word. Don't let it keep you from praying. Don't let it keep you from worshiping. Don't let it keep you from, you know, continuing seeking God and seeking his presence. So that way, when he come to find you, he, you're there. Amen. The worst thing is for somebody to come looking for you and you know where to be found. I don't want my sisters to miss the move of God because God is moving right now. And it may not look like it, but see, the enemy wants us to get stuck on what it looked like. He wants us to get stuck on what it feel like but you got to be in that realm of faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen we walk by faith and not by sight god is coming to deliver his people will he find you in position and in what position will he find you in are you going to be still full of pride are you going to still be indulging in these sins that he didn't continually warned you and warned you about come on sis it's time for us to grow up it's time to be mature you're supposed to be teaching and preaching you should be on meat right now you need to get off that milk it is time god is calling you out stop laying with that man he ain't your husband Stop and stop laying with somebody else's husband. Stop. Stop doing that. Stop lying. Stop hating on your sister. Stop gossiping. Stop slandering. Stop plotting evil in your heart towards people. Stop being bitter and angry and, and, and jealous. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Whatever you're doing, stop cheating on your taxes. Stop trying to scam and get a little more money, you know, from these programs from the government and PPE. Stop doing it. Whatever it is you're doing, you want to repent. You want to stop. Only you know. You know, stop holding on to that bitterness, that unforgiveness. Let it go. Release that person because Christ forgave you. And so you want to make sure when God come to find you in position that you're in the position of righteousness because he's coming to do blessings out to the righteous but judgment to unto those who are you know in a place of pride or unrepentant sin and so you really 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 want to go to God and seek him what idols are in my life whatever whatever you're putting before God be willing
willing to kill that thing. So when God comes, that he won't find you in sin, you know, and it can be subtle. It can be something so subtle. It can be, you know, just your time, social media. It can be, you know, you. It can be your makeup. It can be your boyfriend. It can be your relationship. It can be your job. It can be your career. It can be your business. It can be your money. It can be, you know, your, your music, your movies. It can be a TV show. Whatever it is that you want to, that you put before God, be willing to kill it because he says the jealous God, he shall not have no other gods before him. So don't let him come find you in idolatry. Repent for everything you can think of. That's what I do. Whatever comes to my mind, I don't care if I did not physically do it. If I think somebody did it in my bloodline, I repent for it. Why? Because I don't got time. I'm tired of the enemy thinking that he's going to bring cycles of destruction in my life. I'm tired of that. I don't know about you, but I'm just, I'm going to be delivered because I am done with allowing the enemy come to come still kill and destroy. And yes, I'm saved and I'm sanctified and I'm full of the Holy Ghost, but I'm not living abundant life. Christ said that he came that we should have life and have it in abundance. And if you're not living an abundance life, if there's areas of your life where it's dead, it's barren, there's no fruit, where you just can't get ahead, you can't get no breakthrough, we know that's not of God. And God wants you free today, but we got to be willing to do our part. We got to be willing to walk away from some things, to kill some things, to tear some things down in the name of Jesus Christ. We got to be willing to make amends, to forgive people, to release people, to let them go. We have to do it. Why? Because God is going to come and he's bringing out either judgment or blessings. And depending on what he finds, you, whatever he finds when he comes to you is going to determine on what he deals out, right? Because he's righteous and he's just. So again, this is not a, um, an episode where we're rejoicing and we're thanking God, you know, because sometimes what we may see is that judgment may fall on a physical person. And again, it's not because we're so holy, we're so righteous, God love us so much more. It's not that. A lot of times it's because of their own wickedness. Even the Lord told the children of Israel as he was giving them the promised land that was already inhabited by a people. The Canaanites were already there. But what did God tell them? It's not because of your righteousness. It's because of their wickedness that I'm going to take their land and give it to you. So you got to know that even when you see people that you know have been doing evil against you, you you know, people who've been operating the evil and wickedness, you know, people that have been coming against you and you may see them experience some form of judgment. Do not rejoice in that. Do not be glad about it because that's not it's not about you. It's about God's righteous judgment. And it's, it's their own evil and their own wickedness. You know, even me, I, I pray for my enemies and people who come against me because I really want all to, you know, come to repentance and to be saved like God does. And so I'm never happy even when I know somebody is, you know, doing something to me. I'm not happy when they go through or experience judgment because judgment can be, it can be very, very, um, it, it can be bad, right? But to God be the glory, the um, the gist of today's um, topic is the season of release. It's time Passover. God God is saying, he's speaking, he wants us to be delivered. He's ready to to bring us out of that place of oppression. He's ready to bring us out that place of slavery. He's ready to break, to break that vicious demonic cycle. He's ready to, you know, to 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 destroy that um, demonic diary, you know, that has your name on it. He's ready to set you free. But you got to understand that that costs also that there's a spiritual, spiritual component of that. But there's also the physical act of deliverance. Um, I am a person, I'm a very much a proponent and a supporter of deliverance. I have gotten deliverance. I still get more deliverance um, because I, I understand that if we don't get deliverance, we're not going to be free. I can be healed. I can be whole. I can be anointed. I can be gifted. I can be everything under the sun. But if I don't allow God, because guess what? I send myself. 
right? I, before I truly wanted to get serious about my own soul salvation, amen, I was a sinner and I was wretched and I was out here doing everything under the sun and I was doing and I had no idea all the demonic covenants and all of the open doors I was opening up by indulging in these things. Cause why? Cause I like knowledge, right? But I'm out here giving the enemy a legal right by my own behavior, by my own sin, my iniquity and my transgression on top of whatever sin, iniquity and transgression was already in my bloodline on top of any person I slept with. You know, that's that transfer of whatever was on them. So we get ourselves in all of these type of um, situations where the enemy has now made covenants and contracts and, you know, initiations. And, you know, you just don't know what people do really behind closed doors, you know, and sometimes you don't know what your own family is doing. Sometimes we don't know what you're doing. Nevertheless, it creates agreements in the spirit realm to demons and, and evil evil spirits and demonic powers or people you know witches witches can you know they have access they have a door to, to, to do their witchcraft against you if there's um an open door and unconfessed sin unrepentant sin or if they have some kind of way you know to get to you right because we know that the, nothing shall by any means injure us however if we don't have any open doors so if you never went through deliverance, that means you have open doors, right? If you never went through deliverance, whatever spirits, whether they were your bloodline, whatever demonic covenants, because guess what? Covenants have to be broken. I don't care. It could be an ancestor that, you know, made a covenant, you know, with some kind of demonic power a thousand years ago. But if no one ever broke the covenant, it's going to continue to live and just go from generation to generation. That's why you can see patterns in certain families. You can see where all the men beating their wives or all the men, you know, alcoholics or all the women, you know, single or they get divorced or, you know, you, there are certain patterns that you can see and you can trace it from generation to generation. And you wonder to yourself, like, hmm, that's interesting. Why is that? It's not interesting. That is the fruit of a covenant somewhere. There's some kind of covenant, some kind of demonic agreement. Some women, come on now, sis, I want to get you free today. Some, the reason why some of us ain't got married yet is because you already married in the spirit. You got a spiritual spouse that they claim to you. you got, he, and they have a legal right. And so because there's a legal right there and a covenant and that, and, and I know you probably be having dreams. You have those sexual dreams where you feel like something is having sex with you when you wake up for real, when you, or you having all these dreams about you being married and getting married, but it's not, it's something something abnormal about the wedding something don't look right don't feel right or you see wedding rings on your finger but it's just something off about it that's all the spirit ram is showing you that you already you have a spirit spouse and what a spirit spouse does because they're very territorial they go work overtime to keep you single or if you get in a relationship, they work overtime to break you up. Or if you get married, they work overtime to destroy your marriage. And that's why we see a lot of marriages in divorce, not because people have irreconcilable differences or fell out of love. It's a lot of times it's because in the spirit realm, there's a spiritual spouse or a spiritual, um, a spiritual husband or a spiritual wife laying claim to that man or woman and they are in the spirit working against you to keep you um single and the natural because they 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 want to lay claim to you so again you need to be delivered from that it's not don't be deceived right the enemy he comes as an angel of light so yes you might have dream after dream of you getting married you may have dream after dream of this that and the third you may have dream after dream you know that you you know getting engaged or whatever but i'm gonna tell you right now 
if anything was off about the dream or it seemed weird or it just didn't feel right or it was dark or the, or the, the scene was dark or it was people you don't know or it was just like a lot of weird things going on. God isn't weird. God brings peace. He brings righteousness. He brings joy. So again, if if the fruit ain't there, then it's a very good chance it was not God. And so let's get delivered today. Let's get free because God wants you to be married, sis. He wants you to have that husband. He wants you to have that family. He wants it for you more than you want it for yourself. But you have to go through the process to get delivered, to get those spirits cast out, to break those legal rights, to break those demonic marriages and contracts and covenants and demonic agreements. You have to break down those evil altars. You have to come, you know, renounce you have to confess yes it sounds like work but it's not is it not worth your freedom amen and so i just had to come on real quick i didn't even think it was going to be this long but i feel i feel fired up about it i'm super passionate about it because again i'm i've lived it and i i know what it's like to be under that oppression i know what it's like to be tormented and taunted and have these weird dreams all the time not understanding what they mean and and but seeing my life constantly like go polar opposite of what i what i'm believing for or what i even believe god said and i understand god is not a man that he shall lie right and so it's, it can't then it's not god because he's he don't change he don't cast his shift in shadow it has to be something else and it and it normally is. And so I just want to see you free today, sis. Again, I want you to go um seek God. Again, test the spirit, test my spirit, see if this message is for you. Ask him to expound on it, give you more revelation, give you a specifics concerning your situation, and to lead you to the right place um uh, for you to get tr- totally delivered. And um, you know, and God will he will take it from there, right? And so I just am expecting to hear testimonies. Please, 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 man, uh, brother, sister, if you um, hear this message and it resonates with you and you take it to God and you and you get your deliverance or whatever God tell you to do, but you you see a benefit and a, and there is a, a change in your life as a result of it. You see the you see, a, you know, a move of God in your life, a breakthrough. Please, 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 please reach out to me. My email is Janelle at redefiningmyworth.com janelle at redefiningmyworth.com i always put it in the description box so check in the description box for my contact info reach out to me let me know give me a testimony i want to know what the power of the lord has done for you how he's delivered you from this time and it's not too late you said you have plenty of time if you do not delay right because we are in see, the only thing about a, this this these um feasts these moads these appointed times right there's they're they're only open right it's only for a, a certain amount of time and so yeah you it won't be forever that we'll be under this um particular appointed time however you if you move now if you move quick you'll be able to um you'll be able to enjoy the benefits of just the timing that we're in amen and we just want to celebrate christ because he he rose he has risen we think that the grave did not hold him down death cannot hold him down we think that we we are so grateful and we thank god that he rose up and that he has all power in his hands and he's seated back in his rightful place at the right hand of the father we just thank you lord god for for you sending your only begotten son for us for the world because you love the world that we should have eternal life and so i just thank you jesus for your obedience for your love your sacrifice every lash every piercing every nail everything you took on our behalf everything we deserve you took it upon yourself and you know this is the cross and i thank you so much for that this is all about you it's all about jesus if you do not know him you guys please 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 get 
get yourself um, in a relationship with Jesus. Receive him, receive him. Today is the day of salvation. If you want to receive Jesus, you could just simply um, pray this prayer because the Bible tells us in Romans 10 and 9, you can um, read it for yourself. I'm going to paraphrase, but it tells us that if we confess with our mouth, meaning that we speak it, right? Why, why, would we, why do we need to speak it? Because our words are seeds and our words have power. The Bible tells us that death and life lies in the power of the tongue. So when you speak something, right, you decree it, you declare it into the atmosphere and it shall um, be so. But you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, Jesus Christ is Lord, right? And that he um, is the son of God. He was sent into um, into the world as a son of God and he um, was crucified and he rose on the third day, right? If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And then you want to also, you know, go to, um, you know, like I said, get deliverance. You want to be filled with Holy Spirit. Ask him into your life. The Bible says in Matthew 7, um, that um, in, how much more will God give into those who ask him for Holy Spirit? So you can go say, Heavenly Father, I receive you. I receive your son. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am now saved. I am now in relationship with you. And I know a benefit of being in relationship with you is your is the power of God through Holy Spirit. And I ask that you will fill me with your power today. Come into my um, come into my into my body and fill me, seal me with the precious Holy Spirit that I shall have the power of God that will empower me to live the life of righteousness, to overcome sin, right? And to, and to be able to, um, to, to, to walk out my journey with you in Jesus name, right? And then also one of the um, fruit of having Holy Spirit is the utterance of um, speaking in your heavenly language. So again, ask the Lord to, to, you know, bless you with your gift of tongues. It's a gift, the gift of speaking in tongues in your heavenly language. And then be just, just uh, don't think it, don't worry about what it feel like or what you look like in your mind. Just totally allow God to just begin to work in you and just take a deep breath and whatever is in you let it come out and you um you may have your um heavenly language and that is again that is also a weapon because praying in your heavenly language is very powerful and so yes it's like that and of course find a bible teaching church um get in plugged in get a bible um don't just rely on a bible app um get baptized make sure you repent of your sins what does repent mean you stop doing it basically it literally means you stop and you turn around you turn back toward god so when we are sinning, we're turning, we're, we're actually going towards the devil because if it's not of God, it's of the devil. And he is the Lord G God of this world. And so um, we're not no longer of the fa our, our father, the devil, right? We were all once children of disobedience when we were in sin, living a life of sin. But now you have been adopted into the kingdom of um, family of the kingdom of heaven. And you cry out, Abba, Father, now the Lord is your father. And so um, you got to repent. You got to stop. And then again, when it comes to deliverance, the Lord will lead you in that your deliverance minister will lead you in that but you definitely want to start you can start renouncing some things that you know you've done personally like if you know you indulge just a blatant sin or something the lord may even be revealing to you now that is sin repent renounce it you know ask for forgiveness first god forgive me i confess confess it first i did that i'm guilty because the enemy is already accusing you the bible tells us that he's in that he's up there in the heavens you know accusing the brethren day and night but we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and not loving our life unto death and so you're being accused already and so you want to quickly agree with your adversary because his accusations are not false 
However, when you confess and then you repent, you you ask God to forgive you for it and you repent, you mean you stop doing it, that breaks that legal right that he had in your life to come in and break destruction, right? And so you want to go through that process and get baptized by water because that is just the um that that is this the symbolism of the rebirth being reborn. Now your spirit has been regenerated and reborn and renewed. Your spirit is saved now. And so I'm excited for you. And congratulations. Welcome and welcome and welcome into the family of the kingdom of heaven. I'm so excited for you. Again, you can reach out to me and let me know if you receive Jesus today. I'll be um, happy to pray with you and for you. Um, also, um, share, share, share today's episode you know anyone who just needed to hear this maybe you know some people who's you know been struggling with trying to understand what why they're going through what they're going through why certain areas of their life their finances relationships their children you know their their you know their mind you know uh their addiction they can't shake some kind of behavior some habit whatever and you know they need to hear this because this is god wants us all to be free and free indeed amen share like comment if you have a um if you're listening on a platform or you can comment come on communicate with your girl i would love to hear from you like 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 leave a review if you're able to let me know how the podcast is blessing you that helps us to get out and, and get on more platforms to reach even more um, daughters of god so we can see them walking um in the fullness of their worth and in their identity and purpose okay so i'm so excited happy good friday i probably won't talk to you guys on sunday so happy resurrection day enjoy your family but keep your eyes on jesus stay in your words stay in a position of prayer worship praise you know continue just to you know allow god to endow you with his peace with his love his joy especially in this time rejoice um celebrate your deliverance i would um just love to um, leave y'all with um this priestly blessing may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face to shine upon you be gracious to you and grant you his peace in jesus